Here we go. This is it. We are rolling. This is episode 405, Chad. Chad Daniels is here with me for episode 405 of No Laugh Track Podcast. Uh, I'm Justin Severson. I get to host this thing every week. It's episode 405. Last time Chad was here was episode 373, 364 days ago. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I remember. Uh Uh-huh. Nothing in the world has changed since then. We have nothing to talk about. Yeah, it's just kind of been pretty ho-hum, standard issue stuff. So I listened back. Hi, by the way. Hello. I listened back to the episode from 364 days ago, and towards the end of it, we were chatting, and I don't remember, uh, it's not important what came up, but I brought, I busted out a mask out of my pocket uh, to oh. cover my mouth, because this, it was sort of the, oh, what's happening in the world right now? Yeah. And I had- start, It was just starting was, to happen in the United States. It was just starting. Yeah. I had one of these uh, flimsy masks, and I had said at the time that I got it because my daughter had been sick a few weeks earlier, so I got it. I grabbed a couple from a uh, hospital we were at. Sure. And then you said, well, you know, those aren't the ones that are going to help you or anything because it doesn't pr- provide any protection. Oh, God, I was one of those people? And, well, and since then, we learned that actually those were okay. I mean, there's better than right. nothing. At the time, right. we've learned a lot. That's what people say. They say, well, the cloth masks don't prevent anything. Listen, I think what we're trying to do with masks is you're trying to have your breath hit the mask and then fall down onto your own chest. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. It's like if you eat, <laughs> try to eat an entire salad at the same time, and it's right where your lettuce would hit, that's <laughs> where the COVID would land. And that's what we're trying to do with masks. Chad, you just reminded me. Uh, also, when I was telling stories uh, a year ago, I was talking about my six-month-old daughter. Yes. Who is now 18 months old. Uh, hold on. Yep. yep. Math checks. Checks out, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, you just reminded me last night I was, uh, giving her, you know, those little fruit snacks at all. Every, who doesn't like fruit snacks, right? I mean, we just talked about my diet. You know, I like fruit snacks. <laughs> oh, this wait. one says it's made with real fruit juice. Put it back. <laughs> I only want high fructose corn syrup, please. Is there above 100% high fructose corn syrup? <laughs> uh, there is. And it's in my tit <laughs> right now. Uh, I was... I was sharing some fruit snacks with my 18-month-old daughter last night, and she was getting a little overzealous and tried to, you know, pinch one out of my fingers. Yep. And she dropped it, and it fell in, like her shirt was kind of go open, and it <laughs> fell in there. <laughs> she thought it landed on her lap. Oh, so she's just searching for it? <laughs> oh, frantically. yes. That's so funny. And, you know, I didn't, it didn't, uh, you know, I was careful, like, you know, when frustration got too high and there were about to be tears, I was like, oh, no, no, honey, it's right. And I pulled it out for her. But <laughs> My grandma had a big chest and towards the end, Period. Of, her, towards the end of her life, she would, like, food would just fall out of her mouth. And then she'd go, oh, and we'd go, that's all right, grandma, just put it on the shelf. That was <laughs> during dinner. We, that's all we'd say. We'd be talking and then we're like, ah, it's we just put it on the shelf, grab it later. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So we need to talk about uh, – I got a list of things we're going to talk about. We're going to revisit the Fergus Falls crime beat, which this will be, I think, I love the it. third year in a row we're going to visit I love that it. corner. Nice. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but first, we got to talk about why – you're. I mean, I, you're here this week performing at Acme. And yep. if, for anybody that doesn't know, just like last year, all shows are sold out. A little easier this year. A little easier to sell out. Yep. A little easier to pack. I, that's uh, the one good thing for comedians from COVID has been you can claim sellouts at 33% occupancy. I know. <laughs> so that has been 
It's like you don't have to tell anybody the final numbers. Yeah, you're just like, yeah, they're all sold out. I guess. Oh, I've been selling on for like 2021. I sold out every Killing show. Killing it. Yeah. Killing it. Uh huh. So you are going to record this week as well. Yes. Yes. Did you? Did someone hit record last night or your first night? No, I'm recording Friday and Saturday, and uh, we're just going to see what happens because I last night was my ninth night of working since March 11th of last year. Ridiculous. And uh, so I'm a, a bit rusty, and I don't really know how things go and what I want to have in the hour. And, you know, because I, I was saying before this started out in the hallway, I was telling everybody that, you know, last time I was, I was listening to the sets last time I was here, and you could go, oh, man, doesn't this suck? And people be like, yeah, that does suck. But if I would say the same thing now, after a year of lockdown and pandemic, people think I would love that to be my problem. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I disagree with what you're saying, and I hope that's my only problem in 2022. No shit. Yeah. yeah. So Perspective has changed. Yeah, absolutely. Considerably. Absolutely. So uh, it'll, it'll just be interesting. And, you know, I don't talk too much about the pandemic because when I when there was lockdown, I turned comedy off. Yeah. And I just went full dad mode and full real life mode. And um, so I'm looking forward to getting back into it bits and pieces. But uh, I don't know. Take it, take it how it comes, I guess. So when you were, you were about to record this last year. I was going to record this, right? in May, in the May. beginning of May. Yep. I so and that you were calling that the honesty tour. Is that correct? Honesty hour. Yep. Honesty it's hour. Be the honesty hour. Oh, yeah. and we're we're not calling it that anymore. No, I don't. I didn't really get to do that. I was going to write um, some stuff that was a little closer to me. We, t- you know, again. We talked about so much before this started that I keep referencing <laughs> that stuff. But, you know, I do therapy every other week. <laughs> I, oh, uh-oh. Um, I abso- you know, I'm going to tell you something. I know a lot of comedians have jokes about, oh, man, you can't even cough anymore. I have had the worst thing happen. You know how old people lose elasticity in their buttholes when they get older and they yeah. can't hold shit in? Yeah. I have lost elastic- elasticity in my trachea. And so I'll just be sitting here, and then somehow spit will leak down into my own throat. I'm going to kill myself, not suicide, but my body. Right. Because I'll just sit here, and then I'll start coughing. People are like, what's happening? You're like, oh, spit started in the middle of my tongue and went all the way down into, towards my lungs. Is it, is it, I mean, I hate to say this, but is it something with age? Because something has hit me, you and I, I've said this in the past, are the same age. Yeah. Happy birthday, by the way, a couple Thank days you. ago. You've caught up to me again Thank you so in much. age. And uh, I've gotten this thing recently where it'll be like, <clears throat> like, where it's just like phlegmy out of nowhere. I'm like, where the f- yeah, dad? And, Thanks, dad. I'm but, turning into dad. <laughs> but you don't cough anything up, right? It's, Correct. I think, it's, I think we have loose skin in our trachea. What the fuck? Where it's like an internal turkey gobbler thingy. <laughs> yeah. Where you're just... It's just unreal. I'm old. old sucks uh-huh. my ass. <laughs> yeah, so it's happening. It, 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 <laughs> it is absolutely happening. Um, so I was listening to, uh, like I always do, listening to episodes of the podcast you do, Middle of Somewhere. Mm. And it was the one with uh, your pal Pat McGann. Yes. Who I honestly didn't know much about. He's so funny. And now I'm a fan. Yeah. And I love it when podcasts do that, which sure. I hope this one does to people. Uh, Absolutely. the last eight years or so. Uh, introduce you to somebody you've never heard of. Like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm going to start following this personal person on social media. Yep. Hopefully see him if they come to my town. Yep. Yeah. He was great. Uh, 
Side note about him, at one point during that episode, you talk about how he hosts a podcast with Jim Flanagan, and I was like, McGann and Flanagan? Who's who's their co-host? Freaking Lucky the Leprechaun? (laughs) What is going on there? Oh, Pat McGann. Oh, Jimmy Flanagan's (laughs) back. Oh, no kidding. (laughs) They they only do one episode a year, and it's March 17th. Yeah, yeah, we know. (laughs) Annual. I know it's a big deal for you. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, But here, during that episode, you said at one point, and I'm wondering if you want to... uh, if you're going to stick with this, maybe as a title for what you're recording this week, maybe going from the honesty tour to, quote, I'm sick of these jokes and I need to move on. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's moving on. Maybe I should call it moving on for a couple of reasons. Number one, moving on, letting them know, like, I don't want to do this hour anymore. And then also, this album could be my forced retirement. No, stop. Maybe it's going to be so bad <laughs> where people... Or like, uh, listen, you're done now. We've no, all no, decided no. for you. No, a- absolutely not. Um, so then you also just you mentioned uh, in this episode that you said, what, last night was the ninth time on ninth stage? Ninth time, yeah. Ninth time on stage. So I was looking for, uh, I did a little Chad Daniels news um, search. And one of the things, one of the headlines that came up was uh, from, it must have been a story. Oh, I know it was. It was a thing written about some shows you did in Cleveland. Okay. Earlier this year, right? Sure. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And I just want to bring the headline to your attention and see what you actually think about this. Okay. I didn't read it, so I don't know what's happening. It's just the headline. Comedian brings dad jokes to Cleveland. <laughs> Is that fair, Chad? I always love. I mean, kind of, because I'm a dad and I'm telling jokes, but dad jokes have gotten such a bad rap. Yeah. Where you'll, f- you'll see somebody who's 16 and they'll say something. And no one will laugh, and they go, oh, sorry, dad joke. And it's like, fuck you. Yeah, right? You're not a dad. You don't get to say they're dad jokes. You're not funny. Don't blame, don't blame it on dads. You shit the bed. You take responsibility for that. That's an Eric joke, you unfunny piece of shit. Yes. I'm sorry I'm yelling. Is there an Eric, by the way? I'm saying this guy's name, I, I, I assigned him as an Eric. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm not into it. I, I just like... I understand what they're saying and because the, I talk about my family. A yeah, lot. and for the record, if you read what the guy wrote about you, it it doesn't it cl- it clears up any you know misconception like oh this guy this guy's doing corny jokes on stage. No, sure, it's clear you're not doing that. Uh, well, but doing also jo- sometimes, <laughs> but also there might be a pun or two. <laughs> yeah, well, we don't know. <laughs> I just love it. Comedian brings dad jokes. <laughs> Tell and, him to stay home. I have one for you, by the way. A dad joke? Yeah, if you want to. Um, I uh, when a let's see, what do sprinters eat before a race? I'm gonna just not think about it and let you go. Nothing. They fast. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna give you one more here. What concert costs just forty five cents? Uh, something about Nickelback. Very good. Fifty Cent featuring Nickelback. Ah, uh, there we go. Huh? Yeah. Nice job. Thank you so much. This is actually. On a I web- should have been able to figure out the fifty cent part though too. <laughs> Damn it! Half dollar minus Nickelback. Yeah, whatever. something along those lines. So last in the uh, last year, we talked. You were kind of uh, new in being a cabin owner, correct? Yes. yes. And now you've had a quarantine at a cabin yeah, first summer. Pretty pretty nice place to have the government force you to stay, right? Uh, I did enjoy it a lot. You know, we 
we'd never have. I mean, I've experienced cabin life. I've experienced lake life, just being a Minnesotan, lifelong Minnesotan. But yeah. to have your own place and just it, it was it was something else. And I grew up. I mean, I had been on lakes my whole childhood right next to this lake, but never knew this lake was there. So we got to find out all these really cool, uh, there's an inlet that you can, um, you know, canoe or kayak through Love it, and you can get to into a state park. There's a state park across the lake. It was just, uh, it was a really fun summer, not having to worry about anything, but, uh, foreclosure. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what, that's what people would say. They'd go, what, what a great time to buy a cabin. And I was like, is it? I'm not going to, I'm going to work nine days in a year. Yeah. I don't know if this is a great time to do it. It was so funny because my son and I, and I told this on my podcast, but my son and I were fishing at the end of the dock early on. And for those people that don't know, when, when you're at the lake, it's just a common phrase. I don't, I don't think anything, anybody means anything malicious by it, but it's a common phrase where people will go, well, I wonder what poor people are doing today. That's just what is said at lakes. I don't know why it started. And this lovely woman came over. She really is. And she said, uh, she goes, how do you like your new slice of heaven? We're like, oh, we love it. And she just goes, I wonder what the poor people are doing today. And my son goes, we're fishing. (laughs) (laughs) And I laughed so fucking for so long. I laughed so hard. And I think she was taken aback by it. Oh, she had to have been. She kind of moonwalked back to her yard. But she is lovely. And and I get it. I just I I, the phrase makes me uncomfortable because it's like we can hear you. Yeah. yeah. We're right here. Maybe you don't know us that well. I just uh, wanted to say, you should ask your new neighbors next year oh, the right. same question, because I'm going to have to put this on the market, lady. Yeah, the next owners will have a really good answer for that. <laughs> <laughs> so I heard, uh, let's see, I listened to the most recent episode of your podcast with your uh, friend, non-comedian friend, was the guest. Yeah, that's the first time we've had a non-comedian on, uh, besides Sai. And... Uh, <laughs> You're welcome for that lob. He's one of my, yeah, one of my best friends ever. Best man in my wedding, and um, I had a great time chatting with him. So, and at the beginning of the, he, it was a really good episode, and, uh, but if, but before it started, you had a lot of dates scheduled for this year already. Yeah, I'm working until May 15th, and then I'm taking the summer off, which is like, just, my financial advisor is like, What? But what what am I going to do? Just work all summer to pay for a cabin I can't use? That doesn't make any sense. I would rather get, I would rather have to call the bank and be like, one more month. Yeah, just right. give me one more month. Right. So so that's what I'm doing. But I'm working um, every other weekend. Just in Texas and Mississippi, right? Uh, yeah. Uh huh. I'm actually uh, <laughs> I I have made sure that I'm picking clubs for now that are doing everything right and and you know because. I care about myself, of course. I care about my family. But also to ask someone to come into an unsafe environment, I think, is irresponsible. And so I was just, I've talked to all the club owners, um, you know, personally and asked nice. them, what are you guys doing? What's happening? So I feel, I feel all right about it. Okay, good. Did you see, do you have anything in New York yet? I see that they're about to open up in Mar- I, March 10th. They're going to be up to 33% capacity. Nope, I don't have anything in New York. I think I'm going to uh, 
DC and just just some like I said some places that that I know are are doing the right thing. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, do you want to? Is there any f- updates on your podcast as far as so things have changed slightly? The, you, right. You used to do an episode with a guy named Cy Amundsen, who yep. we know very well here. Yep. And and Cy has had some health stuff, and mm-hmm. he's healing and and getting better. And um, you know, the issue is I don't have any problem doing the podcast as it is, but I do understand people that have listened. You know, the, it was just banter back and forth between Cy and I. In a you know blue moon, we'd have a guest on, right? But then it would be he and I still. And now it has become more of the typical, you know, have a comedian on. We try to do the same thing where they just I say think of five funny stories, and then I interrupt them like we're on a phone call. So I mean, that's we're, we still stick to that, but it's it's a little bit different. So I understand if people that really like the podcast before are like what the hell's going on i'm not trying to hijack the podcast i'm just letting my co-host heal a little bit and uh when he comes back i think it'll be it'll be a blast i'm would- saving a ton of stories for when he's back you are yeah That's- yeah i mean i have as it should be of stories yeah. as, so as I'm it should excited. Be. you know what i think would be just great is if we find out like let's say a month from now that size actually been doing uh his own podcast <laughs> on his own <laughs> and just hasn't had time for you <laughs> oh that's so great that would be so funny if yeah he's branched off into the australian market oh he's he's killing it over there i love it he's probably gonna move there oh, that's so great <laughs> he's gonna zoom back to uh, the united states but um do you think it's time to, to visit the fergus falls uh crime i'd corner? love to know what's going on in my town okay so, I literally just go, well, I don't need to give up my secrets. No, I just, Fergus Falls News. And sure. th- this is what comes up. Okay. This is what comes up until uh, your small town website uh, says I have to pay for more stories. <laughs> and then I can't look at it oh, anymore. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Yep. Like, I hit my five free for the month, and they happen one day. Here's a story you might not have heard about. Well, I'll let you go, and then, and then we'll talk about it. Oh, 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 okay, okay, sure. Let me see. We have the... Are we at the right album here? Yes, we are, right? Uh, I also have, well, no, maybe we'll get that to another time. So we got, oh, here we go. All right, you ready? A stuffed animal tied to her mailbox frightened an Otter Tail County resident to the point where she contacted the sheriff's office and alleged she was being stalked. (laughs) The caller also said she was locked in her house. Two deputies... I'm guessing the only two, the two deputies, they forgot to put the, (laughs) the two deputies responded to the call and found messages that had been sent over Facebook. None of them were threatening or harassing. The complainant blocked a mail party and the deputies advised her of protection orders. Hmm. So it gets a little confusing at the end there, but it starts off with a stuffed animal tied to her mailbox. Yeah. Well, it worked. I'm glad, I'm glad that it, uh, I'm down one stuffed animal, but it, striking fear into people you know you win those big ones from the state fair what else are you going to do with them well are stuffed animals the new clowns why are you scared of a stuffed animal that's true i, I really don't understand what if it was that. like mickey mouse and you're like what the fuck like everyone loves mickey don't be afraid i would love to know what it was as a stuff what the stuffed animal was uh if you I, I mean i assume you just go back home and you ask around and people will tell you oh can't You'd be, able to, you'd be able to find out in a second. You go down to Viking Cafe. Viking Cafe. For dinner. Okay. Or for, for, excuse me, for breakfast. And you just go, 
hey, you guys hear about that stuffed animal on that mailbox? And some people go like, well, goddamn right I did. That was Jim. Oh, Carol. That was Jim. He's mad at Carol over there because uh, he said he'd bring two crappies and she'd trade him a pie and she never made the pie. So he put a crappie stuffed animal on her mailbox. A caller from East Vernon Avenue. Oh, I know East Vernon well. Is that the bad side of town? It's not, but when I was younger, I sprayed a saline solution into pop machines to break the circuits. It, you spray a, a basic salt water into the dollar changer of a pop machine. It cuts all the circuits, so all the change releases. And then if you hit like a, the Coke button, all the Coke dumps out. And across the street at the time was a Hardee's. Uh-huh. And they were getting ready for their new biscuit and gravy breakfast that was being unleashed the next day. Yeah. And the guy was there at a time where no one should have been at Hardee's, and he called the cops, and we got arrested. Is that in your goddamn news stories? It was from 100 years ago. I was going to say, I don't. They, the internet didn't exist back then, Chad. <laughs> That's right. That's completely right. We need microfiche to find stories about me. You know what? I'm going to uh, drive up to Fergus Falls, go to the library, uh, get to the, check out the Dewey Decimal System, and uh, <laughs> I'll see if I can find some of these stories. A caller from East Vernon Avenue allegedly heard a female screaming, Michael! In the middle of the street Tuesday until getting into an older style Jeep SUV. The caller told the Fergus Falls Police Department the female got into the vehicle on her own free will. That's it. I have a feeling there's a stuffed animal named Michael. (laughs) And these two stories are related. It's possible. It's possible. They were only a few days apart. That's actually how you call Uber in Fergus. (laughs) You just yell their first name and then they come pick you up. (laughs) Michael! Me, me. <laughs> well, what was your? Was there another story that you had? Yeah, there was a there was here? a car backed into in the liquor store parking lot, hit and run, and they brought someone saw it, and they got the license plate number, and they brought it into the liquor store, and then the person got to watch the video footage of the hit and run on the cameras. And then that person had to call the police, and then the police went and found the van that hit his car, uh-huh. and it was an old man, and now I have to get my fucking car fixed. <laughs> the story's about me. No. Yeah. <laughs> this old man uh-huh. just backed into my car, and you can see the car shift. It almost goes into another parking spot and then kind of settles back, and the guy doesn't stop. And then the cops are like, yeah, we talked to him. He's kind of hard of hearing, and I I go, is he hard of feeling? And they go, well, what do you want us to do? And I go, nothing. I don't want to ruin a person's life over this, but come on. So how much damage? So grumpy. It's my whole hatchback. I have an SUV, and it's the whole back door is dented, so I'm going to have to get a whole new back door. Now, he has insurance and everything. It's just a pain in the ass. That's all. Last, uh, Last July, I walked, I walked, I watched a guy slow motion back into my car in a parking spot. Like, I just, I, he was backing up, backing up, backing up, and I'm like, he's going to, he's he's looking. He's going to stop. Yeah, I and just And then I yelled, stop, stop, when he was an inch away, and he just kept going and crashed right into it. And then I, he didn't know that he did it, so I tapped down his window, and I explained it to him, and he just looked at me in the most confused look, 
I don't and we understand. got out, and I showed it to him, and he couldn't have been nicer. He said, I'm sorry, and we gave me insurance. I understand had no the clue niceness it, part. I had just, no clue. That's what scares the hell out of me. I mean, these guys are backing up just, are they going, no kids, no kids, no strollers, just hoping they don't run over someone? He said, it was in the middle of the afternoon, he said, well, your vehicle's black, and it was in the shade. First time this has happened in front of you, or what? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Don't ever put sunglasses on. You are fucked, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you are so fucked. Uh, there might be, you know, listen, I don't know if there's something to that. I know one time I looked through a red balloon, a red latex balloon, at a red car, and the car looked white through the balloon. Truth. And then I moved the balloon... And the car was red. Were you being strangled or something? No, it was the craziest shit in the whole world because um, I'd never experienced that before. But the the red in the balloon takes the red off the car. You can't see the red anymore because of the filter. Hmm. It's almost like, have you ever had... Well, <laughs> I have. I hate that I have to make this analogy. I can't wait. Have you ever had like uh, chocolate after chocolate and you're like oh i can't taste this have you ever washed down a chocolate chip cookie with chocolate milk yes. and you're like it's washing each other out I it have. tastes like normal milk yeah it's no good that's the, that's the thing <laughs> i think it's the same thing with the balloon <laughs> i hate that all my analogies are food related but it doesn't matter i can chocolate. run further and farther i don't want to get in how there. can i tie this into chocolate milk ice cream and anything fountain uh oh 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 no a Fergus Falls police officer was called to East Vernon Avenue. Wow. Yeah. After, Trouble. After it was alleged that a male, upset with not being able to use the gas pumps, threw his hose during a tantrum and hit a complainant's car, causing a dent. This, was, this is not uh, connected to the story you just told me, correct? It's not. And I will tell you, I know where it was. It was at Casey's. That's the only <laughs> gas station on East Vernon. Um, oh, for real? Yeah. It was at Casey's, and that's the exact Casey's where I sprayed gas towards a person one time because they were coming to punch me in the face. Jesus. He was so mad at me, and I just went... <laughs> have you ever considered doing a, like, um, a Chad tour of Fergus Falls and then have it like, this, everybody, is the... Is the gas station where uh, the pizza comes from, and I once tried to spray someone with gasoline. Nope. <laughs> nope. I don't need any of that. This is where... Further documented. <laughs> Freaking fantastic. Uh, I want to talk... Let's see. Oh, you know what? I'm going to give you one more here. Okay. Fergus Falls police officer was called... Wait, did I finish the last one? I did, right? Yeah. Uh, the complainant's car officer, yeah, discovered the unknown male wasn't able to pay for his gas at the pump and had driven away without taking the nozzle out of his vehicle. When he did, the nozzle struck the complainant's vehicle. Oh, That's what happened there. I've yeah. done that, too. I didn't realize those little metal pieces on the hose are meant to pop off and make sure that it doesn't explode if that happens. Oh. Because I drove away You find once. that out the hard way, apparently. Yeah, you find that out <laughs> when you go get your car from a bar the next day and you're still maybe too hungover to drive <laughs> and you just pull the th you're like oh no what was that oh no you turn around and you're dragging the hose behind you no, yeah no, that was no brutal. no 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 and then you have to go face that i can't even imagine uh let's see we got we're just do one more here a fergus falls police officer was called to no hampton <laughs> avenue okay. hampton avenue 
just one avenue over from Vernon. I'm just kidding. That's not right. <laughs> Obviously a cross street. Uh, Hamden Avenue Thursday by a man who allegedly purchased $21,000 of deer hides from a Fergus Falls hide dealer. You have a connection to this. I think that is one down from Hampton because that sounds like Runnigan's Furs. <laughs> that sounds like Runnigan's Furs. It's where I get my chopper mittens. <laughs> the complainant alleged the dealer was blocking access to his truck. The complainant stated he had wired the Fergus Falls dealer money on the 11th of February, and the police officer reported the disagreement between the two parties led to a semi-trailer of deer hides being unloaded and payment being returned to the buyer. No sale. We're done with this. <laughs> Take your fucking hides and shove them. <laughs> That's a lot of hides. $21,000 worth. Jiminy. Uh-huh. Christmas. Yeah. That's somebody who didn't lose income during the pandemic, apparently. Yeah, that's somebody who's just been sitting on, just like, oh, I can't work? I'm going to hunt. <laughs> what do you use your cryptocurrency income from? Hides. <laughs> hides. I have a bit hide. Have you ever heard of that? <laughs> bit hide. So I have one more thing I want to talk to you about. And we, we've, I know that you have a, um, how do I describe this? A, sort of a love-hate relationship maybe with Minnesota sports. Let's go specifically Minnesota Vikings. Let's go all the way to Kirk Cousins, right? Okay. You have... What are you trying to do, man? I can feel my pulse in my temple right now. What's going Kirk, on? come on in. <laughs> that would be incredible. We're literally having a come to Jesus meeting. This is your life. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> no. So, uh, people that are that know have heard you talk, you, uh, you, you, you have strong opinions on uh, our our quarterback in Minnesota, Kirk Cousins. Yes. I don't know how you feel about Kyle Rudolph. I love him. Okay. Did you see, obviously, you know that yes. the Vikings released him this Been week. let go. And then I saw on social media, a lot of people were reposting his uh, letter that he wrote, his open letter to Minnesota fans saying thank you. Was it about becoming a Minnesota, like enjoying his life as a Minnesotan? Yep. Yep. Okay. And, yep. And, you know, it was thank you. You know, 10 years ago when I came here, I was, you know, I didn't know much about Minnesota, all that jazz. You know, you guys uh, did all these great things for me. And I, you know, blah, 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 blah. Right. Well, he did great things for us. Yes. Y yes, he did. So he wrote an open letter sure. to us and thanking us how, how, how much he appreciates us. I'm going to I'm going to read some of this to you and I want your thoughts on it. All okay. right. He says, every, every season I played here, every game I played here, you all believed. Whether we were 3-13 and 13 or 13-3 and three or any record in between, whether we won big or lost big or won a thriller or lost a heartbreaker, there's no bitterness in Minnesota. There's no cynicism. There's no Super Bowl curse. There's always just been hope. I, he's delusional. I mean, listen. No bitterness? I like the idea behind this letter. No bitterness? But my idea with, with Rudolph being released and Cousins being kept is sometimes you drop a diamond out of your left hand because you're too busy trying not to squish the dog shit between your fingers and your right hand. <laughs> I think that's what's happened here. Yeah. I uh, did not watch the Vikings this year much. I watched the Buffalo Bills, and I – Jumped teams before I knew they were going to be good. I just thought, well, if Diggs is going to the Buffalo Bills, I'm going to watch him because he's the most exciting player the Vikings have had in so long. And then they let him go because, uh, you know, they have to keep a guy who has great stats can't close. Yeah. Um, 
Kirk Cousins, listen, probably a nice guy. I haven't really uh, looked at what he's done for the community. He's a faith-based guy. I'm assuming he's probably done a good deal for the community. I would think so. Um, but for me, right, he seems like the anti-sandbagger in golf. If you don't know what a sandbagger is in golf, it's people that will miss putts that don't matter because then they can keep their handicap higher, and it's it's a way of cheating. Yeah, I think Kirk Cousins is the opposite of that in that his stats until five minutes left in the game are unheard of. Yeah. <laughs> It's the last two drives. Can we put those stats up on the board, Fox Sports, please? You're right. So it's just unfortunate. Now, you know, I, I wish he could close. I just just can't do it. Yeah. So I follow the Bills till Cousins is gone. I have a starter Bills starters jacket. I have a – oh, yeah, I went deep. I went deep. I was, I was just like, I'm a, I'm a full Buffalo Bills guy now. Oh, my. Until Cousins is gone. And then I have all my Vike stuff. It's just put in my closet, and I'll take that out, and the Bills stuff will go in, and that'll be that. And then someday there'll be a Vikes Bills Super Bowl, and I'll have both things. Then you cut the jerseys down the middle, right? And you wear half. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to wear the Vikings jersey on the outside, and then if they shit the bed, I'm going to go like, <laughs> "What's up, surprise? <laughs> I've been a Bills fan this whole time. This whole time. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Did." Uh, you had last year. There were uh, you had left a bunch of T-shirts in the back here for that tour. Okay, what did you ever do with those? I have. They're probably still here. I have no <laughs> really? idea. Really? <laughs> are, are they really? <laughs> 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 Looks like I am selling merch this week. What's up? So right along those lines, you know, uh, that was always the Buffalo, Buffalo Bills who lost all those Super Bowls. That yeah. was always the joke. Like there's kids in third world countries right. that think the Buffalo Bills are the greatest football team ever. Yeah, you, we could send these T-shirts somewhere where people are going to think this. The Odyssey tour went on as this, planned. Uh, this tour happened. Yeah. There was no COVID in the U.S. No. That's a We must be the only people that think that, except <laughs> 70 million Americans. Well, well you know. Yeah, no. Uh, all right. I've taken up enough of your time. It's true. Well, I don't, I'm having a lot of fun here. Okay, well then, the next... No, I'm kidding. Uh, let me look over this stuff real quick. By the way, that oh. t-shirt thing, I, would, I have to interrupt you. No? That, that t-shirt thing? about sending T-shirts that never happened to third world countries, giving them bad information. Yeah. Um, I have always thought a funny joke is that somewhere there's a kid in a third world country wearing a T-shirt that says uh, Space Shuttle Challenger on it with the whole crew just going, we did it. Thumbs up. Oh, no. We made it. And then they get here. They come to America and they're like, Look, and everyone's like, you take that fucking T-shirt off. It's disrespectful. Where's the statue for these people? They did something so <laughs> That's just one more way America keeps people from other countries down, just giving them false information. And when they get here, there's a built-in hatred already yeah. because they're pissed at the cocky shirt. <laughs> I can't believe you went to Space Shuttle Challenger. Well, I was just thinking of stuff. My fifth grade teacher, when that happened, she came back into the classroom crying because she had tried to be the Krista McAuliffe. I think we've had this conversation yeah. because, same thing, Dave Ellis, I had Mr. Ellis and Mr. Zozel were my fifth grade teachers, and they team taught. Yeah. And Mr. Ellis, was all, he was devastated because he also applied for this position, and I think he got fairly close. 
that crazy? And now, now this guy he teaches, uh, Mr. Ellis teaches out at the uh, Prairie Wetlands Center in Fergus Falls, where people can go, the kids can go, and they're outside a ton more, and they learn math by like how many leaves are on this tree. They it, it's outdoorsy stuff, but they're still learning all the stuff they need to learn, which is pretty cool. That sounds fantastic. Yep, I want to bring up one more thing uh, about <laughs> that I heard from an episode of your podcast. I don't remember which one it was. It was from uh, within the last couple months. Okay, where you say something about uh, your daughter, your teenage daughter, having uh, when somebody had a blue check mark, and you and she was so impressed by you knowing someone, or you had a blue check. I mark. have a blue check mark. Yes, and, and she, was she so lost impressed her mind. By that. Yeah. yeah. Thinking that that was such a big deal. Well, because she didn't know that I had it, and then one of her friends told her at school, and she just came in. She was like, I mean, you know how someone takes their backpack off with their thumbs, and it just falls to the ground behind them? That's what she did. She marched up the stairs, flinged her backpack (laughs) off, and just goes, Dad, you have a blood check mark. Out of breath. And I was like, saying it. I don't know what that means. When I hear check mark, I think detention. Yeah. So I'm thinking back to what stories did you hear about me? Right. And then she goes, Instagram, blue check mark. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you just get those for doing nothing. So a few months ago, uh, there's no concept of time. A year ago, probably? 364 days. I was here. There, there, was, a, there was some show on Netflix that uh, Adam Driver was one of the stars of. I don't know. It was some drama. It doesn't, I don't remember what it was okay. called. And my 14-year-old daughter watched it. and Oh, and my wife watched it, too, separately. I didn't see it. They were, they were swapping stories about it. Was it about a divorce? Yes. Yes. And uh, with... Um, not Charlotte. What's no. her name? Martha Kelly is in it. Scarlett Johansson, Scarlett Johansson is her co-star. Martha Kelly, yes. Comedian Martha Kelly, yeah. who's been on the podcast. She's unbelievable. She's so funny. Yeah. People may know her from Baskets with yes. uh, Louis Anderson yep. and Zach Galifianakis. So she's uh, in this, whatever, mini-series or whatever the hell it is with Adam Driver. My 14-year-old daughter found out that I know somewhat Martha sure. Kelly. Mm-hmm. She's in a movie with Adam Driver. My daughter <laughs> thinks Adam Driver is the fucking coolest in the world. Yep. So for half a day, I was the king shit because I know someone that knows Adam Driver. You just went three degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yeah. But Adam Driver. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's fantastic. Yeah. It helps that he was in, I, uh, I don't even know if it's thanks to me, but I, I want to claim it. She's a Star Wars fan as well. So the fact that he oh. is in Star Wars yeah. is super high. Yeah. Not only just in Star Wars, but like legendary. Kylo Ren. Okay, right there. What's up? Um, yeah, that's pretty fantastic. A lot of times my daughter will see people that I know, um, like in the Fergus Falls News, and she'll be like, oh, you know this guy? That sucks. <laughs> the, g- <laughs> the guy at the gas station? <laughs> that wasn't you this time. <laughs> <laughs> they, do, they do fact check with me sometimes. Be like, Dad, where were you last Wednesday? <laughs> like oh, i was just uh driving uber under the name michael <laughs> always have an alibi always have an alibi so i would say people should try to get tickets to your shows here this week but i nope They're sorry all, all- suckers why don't you wait till we open up full there'll be 66 percent of tickets left yeah you're all available at some point yes yeah, so 
good luck the rest of this week. I can't wait. Thank to you. I'm looking where, forward to it. Where will do you have any idea where like a like the video special? Are you going to shop that to places? We're, nope. We're just going to put it on YouTube. This is this is just a situation where I'm not trying to sell. I'm not trying to okay. get rich. I just want I want this material out there so people that don't get to see it or didn't get to see the tour can listen or watch perfect uh, just somehow and then i'm going to start working on a new hour because my brain is going crazy it's time <laughs> it is time yes uh so i'm going to end the show with this one here it's a tweet of yours that i saw i saw it today but it's from i think it was back in january and i'm going to see if you will oh boy things were intense in january not, 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 we're not talking jan 6 jan 7 jan 8 okay we're, we're talking towards the end of the month oh well maybe we'll get off scot-free here Oh, I maybe. I'm going to have you complete. I'm going to see if you remember it. Okay. All right. This is a tweet from, from uh, that Chad Daniels. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spanish peanuts Oh, should just be called. Should just be called peanuts. Don't you think? Yes. That just makes so much sense because you go, why are you lisping? Oh, they're Spanish peanuts. Okay. Yeah, that's how you say it there. <laughs> I think it only got like I don't know. I'm assuming 20 likes or something. You know, fine. You know what that is to me? That's the joke that in the, not that I mean I'm not a comedian, but the one like in the back of the room where the room doesn't laugh. Sure. But the guys in the back think it's for guys, guys. Sure. The folks in the back. I get what you're saying. That are in the industry think sure. it's hilarious. I'm going to claim that that's that to me. Like Well, good. It, maybe it's not funny to the majority, but I think that that is fucking <laughs> Well, thank you. I'm very glad. Peanuts. <laughs> Peanuts. <laughs> thank you. <laughs>